Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Stay Lethal Podcast. The Stay Lethal Podcast has been born. I see my man Quizmatics. He's on the camera Stay. freeze, but he, he's he's there. And uh, you're sticking a little bit, Quiz, but can you say something to the people? Make sure we can hear you. You freeze it up a little bit, Quiz. All right. We'll wait for Quiz's communications to kick in we're gonna have uh we're gonna have he is uh he's still fading in and out quiz one stream yard is stream yard and my work well because of the fact that the audio is not great so i think i'll probably hop on here from my phone uh, okay. For this first one. Uh, okay. To prep my iPad if I'm going to use it, even though I think. Okay, well we're live so now, Chris. The... So whatever you got to do, do it quickly. So unfortunately, <laughs> we have to cut it short. But... Yeah, we're in our show. So go ahead and do what you got to do. I'll talk. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hop back in here. I'm gonna hop out. Hop out into my phone. Okay. All right, bet. And let's see if we can get a. All right, y'all. This is. Stay Lethal Episode 1, as we wait for Quiz to get his tech back, his tech together. Um, we're here today to discuss Kyrie Irving. We'll move on until Quiz is ready. Kyrie Irving has recently been embroiled in controversies to the degree where he is not playing for the Brooklyn Nets. He's serving a five-game suspension currently. From the looks of it, that suspension is going to be lifted. He's met with Commissioner Adam Silver regarding the incident. And I think that this is all going to be a thing of the past here soon. But while we're waiting on quiz, I'll kind of get started on the history here. I'm rolling a blunt. So Kyrie Irving sees Kanye West embroidered in an anti-Semitic controversy. And this is my opinion, but my opinion being the attention seeker that he is the person who needs to be noticed that he is he definitely is that anybody who walks around boston garden sage in the arena is somebody who needs to be noticed um so Kyrie's need to be noticed is is apparent to me and then he sees kanye west embroiled in a controversy an anti-semitic controversy feels the need to defend kyra excuse me kanye west in you know in the spirit of brotherhood i would suppose but um you know you asked my opinion before i will tell you this is all quiz is rejoining us so quiz i'm just recapping the, the Kyrie story all let right a, got you get a check one two you sound great your, your movement is good yeah good to go mike check one two one two mike check one two one two yeah you good to go so we were talking about, um, I was just kind of running down the scenario with Kyrie. I'll, I'll start over just briefly. But, um, you know, my opinion quiz, this got set off by Kanye West and his anti-Semitic tweets. Death Con 3 on the Jews. Yes, sir. Um, his problems with his Adidas contract. To me, all of that fed into Kyrie Irving deciding, oh, I'm going to run into this fire. Let me raise my anti-Semitic flag too. I'm a Hebrew Israelite, so, you know, that falls in line with what I believe. And instead of watching Kanye West from the sideline and keeping his mouth shut and not doing anything, Kyrie Irving, the attention-seeking whore that he is, because he is an attention-seeker, couldn't let it, couldn't let that opportunity pass him by, Quiz. He Why couldn't. Not? Because he's an attention-seeker. Anybody who walks around TD Garden Sage in the arena is seeking attention. Mm. You know that camera's going to watch you sage the garden. You had to sage the floor. You couldn't just sage the locker room. No, he went out there so he could be seen. Kyrie's, a, Kyrie's got an ego. He likes to play the humble servant role. It's just little old Kyrie. <clears throat> no, that motherfucker got an ego, man. Straight up. And so I, I, I'm giving my version of the story. He sees Kanye get all this notice all this notoriety from what he did 
and decides, well, me too. And so the tweet goes out, whether it's intended for everybody to echo it or not, you're Kyrie Irving. So you have 40 million followers. Let me put this in perspective for people. I don't think he has 40. Kyrie has 30 million followers, right? There are 14 million Jewish people in America. Mm. That scared the shit out of them. Do the numbers. Right. So here they come for Kyrie Irving. And instead of saying he apologized at the gate as he should have, I didn't know what, what was in that documentary, what was in that book, which is bullshit. He knew perfectly he, what, he was, knew in what was in there. He knew what yeah, was in there. He knew he wasn't innocent. And so he stood on it for a half a second and then the heat came and now he's apologetic. So that's my version of the history quiz. Do you, do you differ with the history at all? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you know, other than the fact that why don't you tell us how you really feel, Zen? <laughs> I mean, um, that's just how I see the history. I ain't even got into my feelings yet. Nah, listen, check it out. Uh him sage in the garden mm-hmm. uh, I mean Kyrie is a, a very interesting uh, interesting character right. I, I actually really to be quite honest with you I think that him uh, it all started back when he made, started making disparaging remarks about LeBron James for whatever reason um, it just seemed weird and odd that you guys go and win a championship together and then you start to um feel this need to be validated you were validated by being a champion and then he um wanted and then, to be number one hold on because i'm gonna add to i'm gonna add to this history because then Go he leaves it. there mm-hmm. he leaves that situation in cleveland goes to boston all right he goes over to boston mm-hmm. and where he could have been the man well how'd, how'd that work out i mean it he, seemed like he, he could have been a man for about he could have been a man for about 10 minutes because jason taylor was coming well, look, he could have been the man there. When they went, that was a different time. Right. And Kyrie went over there. Right. With a big contract. And Jason Tatum was only about own, 20 yeah, at the with time. His, with, 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 with the full reins of the show over there. And he oh, showed yeah. that he was very disruptive. That's where you started bringing up him, staging the arena and all kind of stuff like this. And, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, it, it, it didn't, there's nobody in, in, in Boston that was that- serenading him when he left. And nobody and nobody misses him now in Boston. Then nobody. He decided that he was going to go to a different team. KD was going to his thing. These two decided that he influenced Kevin Durant to come over there because Kevin Durant needed a, uh, a strong personality, I guess, or whatever, or his homeboy or the two of them just thinking, hey, you know something? We could dominate the league. Batman uh, and Robin shit. Yeah, yeah. And, and that never really materialized. So there was a lot of... Um, there is definitely a lot going on there. And at the same time, like, Kyrie is a good player. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love the fact that people love his ability to dribble. There's a lot of people who could dribble. Curly Neal is a great dribbler. What are you talking about? You know, New York City point guard, baby. There you go. But New York City point guard, dribble all I, day. I, I love Kyrie's ability to dribble. I like his ability to create shots. But... You were just in the playoffs in the first round. You had two performances where you shot, where you scored 11 points. And everybody's been waiting to see this KD-Kyrie combination that's going to be so great and take over. And nobody is scared of those guys at Nobody. All. Nobody, nobody is scared of these two. No, nope. it's a damn shame. Because uh, actually, uh, I'm really, we didn't get enough time in pre-pep. I actually wanted to call this show the mm. Brooklyn Bumfire. Because... <laughs> I'm wearing my Brooklyn jersey, by the way. I see. Uh, the Brooklyn bumfire, because ever since the two of them came together, what, what, I mean, and, and the thing about Kyrie. It's been trash. And, and the thing about Kyrie is, it's so totally different. So I don't want to just completely trash him like you did, because I think that Kyrie was playing some good basketball this, at, when the season started. Also. Oh, I'm not I'm, trashing his basketball at all. That, that never came out of my mouth. Well, I trashed his basketball last year in the playoffs, but he started the season off play, seeming like he was focused playing basketball. Aside from that, I also had high praises for Kyrie from his composure, and his. he seemed like he was really locked into playing basketball when the season started. Do you remember Up what until, he said his daughter said to him and he decided he was going to be locked in? Did you, did you hear what he said? No, I didn't, but, I mean, I was seeing it on the court. I was seeing it, it on the court. 
He said his daughter said to him, Daddy, you, you got to do right this year because everybody's going to be watching you. And he, he said he promised his daughter he was going to do right this year and be available. And right. already, already. You know what? When Dex was pining for this dude, I, I'm going to let you cook. But when Dex was pining for this dude, this is exactly what I was telling Dex. You don't want this motherfucker. You don't yeah. want him. He looks good on paper. He looks good from a distance. It's like that pretty ass girl you date that's beautiful. And if you long distance date her, she's great. But the second you get close to that motherfucker, mm. when you gotta be around her. When you gotta be around her 24-7 and you realize that you're locked in, the second that you move her in, you will instantly automatically regret it. Yep. And um and- unfortunately that's it. So um this is to this point, as far as the history of Kyrie, I think that we've yeah. we've pretty much um laid it down for whatever reasons people may like or dislike Kyrie you know that's on them coming to this point but here's where things get extremely interesting Mm. and where you know maybe our opinions may differ in certain ways however however I definitely think that this is where uh this is where the rubber hits the road and now we can figure out this this situation from here because where it stands Kyrie uh post a tweet with no subtext, no nothing else behind it. He posts a tweet to a documentary called Hebrews to Negroes. But the subtext behind it is the fact that he is a Hebrew Israelite. That's the subtext. Yeah, understandable, Zen, but before we get into all of that, I just want to just sure. recap just the facts here. He posted sure. a tweet. He didn't put any other in, he didn't put a, a he didn't put any quotes on it, captions, he didn't put any rhetoric behind it he simply posted a tweet to a right. link to a doc- documentary that is available no. uh on amazon and yes i don't know how long after he posted it i think it was up for about a day or so or something like uh-huh. that before joe Sai, the owner of the nets tweeted a uh, tweeted on his own his disapproval his, his disapproval of uh the post and what did Joe Sai say? Do you, do you have the uh, tweet that Joe Sai had? No, I don't, I don't have it right now, but I'll go ahead and try to pull it up. But continue. Anyway, once clearly uh, this was disappointing and for a variety of different ways that I'm going to deep dive into in a bit. But, yeah, uh, the owner of the Nets took exception to the um, to the post. He took exception to the content of that DVD. And so it this- started with Joe Sai. Yes, sir. Joe, Joe's well, it started with Kyrie making the tweet. Let's be well, real. as far as as far as who noticed it, it started with Joe Sai's as far as who noticed it. It started directly with Joe Sai, and that's what okay. brought so much more attention to this tweet. Because other than that, I don't think that people really I mean, you know, even though, you know, people have millions of followers, it doesn't necessarily mean that they like you see people tweet tweet links to things all of the time. People don't always necessarily click on a link to go just look at a, a random uh, link to something that they don't have any information about. And that's usually not a good thing. As far as myself, I don't click on just random links because you don't know what what you what somebody is sharing with you, no matter who it is. But once Joe Sai made the comment on it, it really added all of the context that you needed. He said something about um, um, the anti-Semitic um, subcontext of the content that Kyrie had shared, and I'm not sure all of the all of the exact quote that he said. But uh, there he goes. He's I'll read disappointed. It. Go ahead. I'm disappointed that Kyrie appears to support a film based on a book full of anti-Semitic disinformation. I want to sit down and make sure that he understands that this is hurtful to all of us. As a man of faith, it is wrong to promote hate based on race, ethnicity, or religion. Now, you and I both agreed at the outset that Kyrie knew what he was doing, that he understood this book and this film. And if you retweet something, Quiz, you are saying to other people, hey, look at this. It is a form of endorsement. And I use the example that if Eric Spolstra or Mark Cuban retweeted the bell curvy, the bell curve by Charles Murray, black people would lose their shit. We would lose our shit and rightfully so. I don't think this was innocent. I do think this was, hey, look at this. Because we all have a propensity to do that this day and age, especially we have a propensity to do, hey, look at this with things that we that we agree with. And so I know personally, I'm not going to retweet something I don't support or that I don't stand behind the sentiment of. And if you're going to retweet a documentary 
that means you watched it. And if you if you watched it, you know it's based on a book. And if you did any homework on that book, you would know that the documentary just scratched the surface. And you're doing Nazi propaganda. That's basically what he's been doing. Or what that tweet amounts to is Nazi propaganda. Now, Kyrie, as a black Hebrew Israelite, is anti-European ethnic Jew. Just so happens that's who the Nazis are against. So they're going to agree. And this is about the political spectrum to me. The political spectrum and the religious spectrum influence each other. And I always say to people, you can go so far left that you end up on the right. And you can go so far left that you right that you end up on the left. Kyrie is a social activist. He's socially conscious. He's gone so far left that he's now ended up on the right. The right of something else. That's what he's ended up on. He's ended up on basically national socialism. The Nazi party is, is where he's landed in agreement. So if you find yourself retweeting something that disavows the Holocaust ever occurred, that calls European Jews Satan, the devil, you know what you're doing and you should be held responsible for it. If you do it to me, I'm going to stick your ass to the wall. What you say, Quiz? Uh, I, I love your take on it. I think that's kind of a stretch. But I, I think it's uh, worth it's. I think it's uh, especially hearing hearing your opinion and how um, and how uh, strongly that you push that together. I mean, I could see you're from you New York. There. You're from New I York, am from right? New York. Yes, I am. So you know the street corner bullshit that goes on between the black Hebrew Israelites. And uh, the I know. Ethnic. I know. The, I know the Hebrew Israelites are extremely controversial, just like anything with Minister Farrakhan is controversial when so he starts you know. calling the white man a devil. Malcolm X said controversial comments, calling so the white you know. man a devil. As and, a New Yorker, you know, you, hold up. As a New Yorker, yes. you know, you know that this is just an extension of that street corner bullshit. Yeah, I mean, if you want to call it street corner bullshit, these people actually believe this is a faith, and in this country, okay. we have this thing called. Um, so, so let's freedom. talk about. Yeah, let's let's go into it. I just want to. Um, let's talk about the origin into, of that faith. Go into go into go into my my uh, spectrum on this or whatever, as far as him and his 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 book documentary, uh, Hebrews let's, to Israel. Hebrews let's talk about the origin of that faith. Do you know the origin of that faith? Well, you know, these people are Semitic people. That's what they that's what they believe that they are. Let me tell you where this faith originated from. An ex-slave from Mississippi migrated north and had a vision in 1869 from God that black Americans were the chosen people, the Hebrews. You're talking about Yahweh bin Yahweh? That no, I'm talking about some guy named, uh, well, maybe that's his his hebrew name but his name was uh conley or conway or some shit like crowdy so you're talking about the dude that was in the military no this was an ex-slave crowdy right. 1869 crowdy right so this was before the civil war 1869 and so ex-slave migrates north has a vision from god just like adam smith did for the mormon church joseph and this smith. joseph smith this is the basis of the black hebrew israelites one man's vision in North America, 2,000 years after the events of the Bible. And this is enough for you to believe, or for them to believe, that they are the original Hebrews. That is batshit crazy. And Zen, I don't care who not, believes it. But Zen, that's not, that's not actually true. I'm going to tell, tell you the reason what's why the origin? that's not true. Okay, what's because the origin? There, because there are uh, black Israelites. Yes, but not this group. Like, anything in America, of course, is, for example, Kwanzaa. But not this group. Be specific. It's just, like, it's, just like, it's just like the American, the American. Um, Be specific, um, Quiz. It's just like the people who are in the nation of Islam. There are Ethiopian that's Jews. That's sling there, bean pies, right? There are African Jews, right. right? But us West Africans who were abducted on slave ships do not have any claim to that shit because one man had a vision in 1869. We don't know. And even if we did know, so the fuck what? What difference does it make? We're the chosen people now? I don't need to be chosen. That That's what this is all about, being the chosen people, Quiz. Thinking you're special, thinking you're better than somebody else. That's what it's all about at I the mean, end of the day. 
I'm not going to go into the depths of the semantics of it. If it's a religious debate and these people, of course, don't like what something is being said, it's being said in the street corners every day. Every and this day. is a country that, and this is a country that we live in that we have um, freedom of religion. So right. if there's an issue with, if you don't like what Kyrie Kyrie believes, that's a personal thing, of course. But um, doesn't Ky- doesn't Josiah Kyrie, have the freedom to govern his team based on what he believes as well? I believe that Joe side did that. And now you see Adam Silver done stepped in and all kinds of different things or whatever. So they're going into their PR campaign now. So and absolutely nobody's freedom was abused. Nobody's. Kyrie is enabled to tweet. Joe Sy is enabled to respond. The NBA is enabled to respond. Yes, sir. If Kyrie loses his, his occupation, he's enabled to go find another occupation. Nobody's guaranteed a job. That's a fact. These are all choices that we have to make. He has the choices to to hit his hit list and come back. But nobody's exactly. violated his civil rights and nobody has taken away his freedom of speech. There's just nobody. No, nobody's done any of that. All of this stuff is consequential. And right. it lends it lends it lends opportunity to a bigger conversation. I'm not sure if you're aware, but. um, So. There are a lot. This is this is laden with a lot of things. I think that you were spot on. I agree with you about um, the timing of the situation. I believe that this has a lot to do with the Kanye West situation. Period. Kanye West waking up one morning and deciding that he wanted to go. Deathcon three. Basically, whatever way you want to spin it, you can take the and then you know and then and then promote all of this. Candace Candace Owens has a documentary. He was promoting that garbage up there as well which is completely nonsense but however this is the problem when you start uh stringing along uh when you start pushing documentaries which of course have uh perspectives and they're twisted and whatnot so the rabbit holes right and you know and it's cool but when you start pushing this stuff along as facts that's you know not necessarily the facts just like we could talk and we could agree to disagree on certain things i mean you know at the end of the day when you start pushing documentaries you're starting to push in uh, a person's narrative or you know uh, and these perspectives However, Again, the when, bell curve. When 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 Kanye decided he wanted to go, and mm-hmm. let's just let's just cut the crap because somebody says I remember I was listening to Candace Owens talk about well nobody know what he meant he said DefCon three that means he was declaring war. Really, he he fucked up because it's you know defense condition three is DefCon three and that means we as a military adopt a certain posture for defense. That's all it means. It does not mean. We're going on war. We're not. We're not an offensive. We see a threat, right? Listen, Zen, that's what it means. He said, wise. "Death, con three, like death." And if that, if you, you know, didn't know, if you didn't know it wasn't death con three in the military, you should have said, "Do I really want to say some shit about death on a whole group of people?" Zen, military. First off, you're using military terminology against a, a specific set of people, whether it's offensive, defensive. I'm not in the Bingo. military, but just as a layman person, just listening to it, it sounded mm-hmm. bad. It sounded terrible. Horrible. It definitely sound like it definitely sound like you're taking a stance of, of a military of a military proportion. So whichever way you slice it, it's terrible when you are isolating and identifying a group of people who have also been marginalized. That's one of the reasons why. Um, when Kanye, when when Kyrie was asked, and he said he's not against uh, any people or any marginalized people, I thought that was good. The problem is that he was being a little bit extra rebellious, and it was also the timing of it. And I do understand the reason why you may want to get out ahead of this thing, because the NBA, um, for argument's sake, yeah. the entirety of the NBA. All right. The entirety of the NBA is probably a good mm, I mean, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but we're talking about 90 to 95 percent of the entire NBA are black people. It is at least 80 percent. It's it's probably more than that. Zen. Think least. about if, how if you're talking between, or, between the whole players, between players. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, and, and, and we could take some numbers down because when you start talking about organizations as far as employees employees i'm talking about right. everybody the entire league yeah coaches assistant coaches um you know um it's critical mass it's at least 80 percent at least a, a strong portion of the nba mm-hmm. are, are are people who are, are melanated people of color and except for the owners of course yeah and there's and and the nba actually has black ownership too so mike yeah Thank goodness. And LeBron's about to get one. 
Well, LeBron's already ownership in, in certain other um, 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 sports, so it's only a matter of time, as you can clearly see. But the point is that the NBA is a pretty uh, is is very progressive. Yeah, very. It's and very Adam Silver has been consistent, and they are also left leaning. So the problem with this is that you start to create a scenario, a situation where we're get, maybe getting a little too comfortable going into areas that are extremely touchy. Now, last night, something very interesting happened. I'm not sure if you're aware of this. This is breaking news for people who, who aren't who aren't familiar with one of the greatest comedians um, of our generation. Dave Chappelle went on SNL and did a phenomenal. <laughs> he did a yeah. phenomenal monologue, 15 minute monologue starting. Uh, was that he, last night? Oh, man, it is brilliant. You definitely that was last check night. It out. Yeah. OK, yep. I'm gonna watch yep. it. I'm gonna watch it. I got, I'll send it to you. I'll send you the link. I just shared mm -hmm. it to a couple of people. He actually says pretty much most of the things I've already said. Okay. Um, but this is a, a real this is a real hornet's nest uh, that Kyrie stirred up, and mm -hmm. I am not mad at the NBA for taking action against them or Joe Sy specifically. I just think that the way they went about it maybe um, wasn't the best way, and I think that the Adam Silver involvement is where you start to get into some very big parts of this thing. So once Kyrie opened up that hornet's nest by putting that tweet out there and Josiah retweeted it, retweeted with a response, now you have a lot of focus on this issue. Yep, I agree. Quiz, your, um, your audio and video drop for whatever reason. I'm going to go ahead and play a clip. This is a clip from Ankh, also known as Bobby Banger from the real black atheists and i just want to play this and let the audience hear Ankh's explanation for this kyrie irving situation i see you quiz i'm, right. I'm just about to play a clip so uh this is Ankh from let me see what his channel is called exactly i don't want to misquote his channel this is these are the pseudo killers uh pause for one second Real Black Atheist is the name of his channel. And they also have a channel called The Pseudo Killers. But I'm going to go ahead and play this clip real quick. It's a one-minute one minute video to explain the Kyrie thing a little better from my perspective as well. Black lives everything. The Hebrews become black. Mesoamericans become black. Australians become black. Everybody blacked out. Everybody. This is how that happens. Y'all all remember, right? He just so happened to have a couple hundred million and happened to have a hell of a platform with millions of followers as he do it. So for that, I have to give him empathy. Most of us ain't had a hundred goddamn million. Oh, a couple million goddamn subscribers in a platform like the NBA. You say what we say. So everything he say going goddamn viral. And you ask yourself, when he posted that book, did he know what he was posting? Damn right, he knew what he was posting. He was full of himself of pseudoisms. The black hatred, ah, stop it. You know, we didn't smash them out. But how ironic. You blacknize everything. He so uh, Ankh was given that perspective of pseudo-intellectualism. The reason I played that clip is because I think in the black community, we have a big problem with pseudo-intellectualism. I see it in my family. To this day, my 55-year-old sister thinks if you step on a crack, you break your mama's back. She won't split a pole with, when she's walking with you. All these superstitions that, you know, don't add up to a hill of beans in the world of reality. Black people live and die by this shit. And that, to me, you know, I'm an atheist, my perspective, Religion falls right into that category of pseudo-intellectualism that we need to abandon, focus on math and science, focus on humanities. But I think we, everything that we do as a people, we can do as well, if not better, without the pretext of the slave master's religion. The importance of this is that that captive slave who founded the Hebrew Israelite religion in 1869 had he not been captured in, in on the west coast of Africa, he wouldn't have had the pretext to think that he was an original black Hebrew. He would have been practicing Yoruba. He wouldn't have been thinking nothing about being an original black Hebrew. Hebrew. 
And that's the pretext for your whole religion. Their whole religion is based on enslavement. And then you, you dig into the original testament and you see enslavement is not only condoned but justified by the the, the, the old testament the hebrew bible so all of this shit is about mental enslavement if you belong to this tribe in your mind you belong to this tribe you're subjugating yourself to its lords that's how i look at all the abrahamic religions especially as they were transported from europe or from the middle east to europe to West Africa, to the Americas, that man Crowdy would not have had a vision that he was an original black Hebrew had Christianity and Hebrewism not been forced on him in the first place. Like I said, he would have been practicing Yoruba and that thought never would have occurred to him. What say you, Quiz? Possibly. And if it weren't for, if it weren't him, it may have been somebody else. And uh, black people are spiritual people. Let's not kid ourselves. You know how many people are, are indoctrinated into the, into the churches and I, I live next door to I had the unique experience of one of my best friends when I grew up. He was a um, he was a, what do they call Jehovah Witness. My aunt, uh, she's a Mormon. I got cousins who are Mormons. I got cousins who are Hebrew Israelites. My mother grew up or went to the Catholic Church. I had to go. <laughs> I had to go. My, my, my mother's very religious. I had to go and, and, and be involved in all of these things. And as you grow up and you evolve, you start to learn various different things there were some people i remember when i went to high school there was you know people used to there were five they started out as five percenters used to run around drinking 40s and jumping people Knowledge then God. then as they then as they started going to jail and prison they probably converted over to um to islam why yeah because that's protection found, in prison they found um they found you know uh elijah muhammad and they, they found, found protection in prison well i mean but when they came out and this is a person I don't know will beat your grandmother over the head for a pocketbook, and they want to sling bean pies on the corner. I'm definitely um I'll, I'm all in favor of people who are progressing in ways that are beneficial to them in their own lives. So it's well, look, definitely a, a transform transformative um, medium. And you, you know, I'm but what not you against see is progress. I mean, five percenters had knowledge. So you would, according to what you said. <laughs> I'm not going to get into you, five percenters. According to what you said, stepping up into the NOI from being a five percenter made them better men. That is um, that's that's a mark of progression. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying is you go to jail, you need protection and you ain't the baddest motherfucker on the block no more. And you gang up either you blood, you crip. And on the West Coast, this is very clear. You blood, you crip, you know, you're Norteño, you're Sereno or you're with the nation. And if you're with the nation, right. you're protected. If you're Aryan, you're protected. If you're in any of these cliques, you got some protection around you. But you are going to choose a fucking click when you get to jail. Right, but aside from that, aside from that, aside from the clickish nation or na nature of things or whatever, or which side that people are choosing, I've right. seen people come out who literally transform their entire yeah. lives and wholeheartedly believe uh, believe in these doctrines and right. um, you know do their you know do their their praying and due diligence and it's 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 not even just one religion. I'm not even trying to isolate them. Even mm -hmm. when I see, um, even when I saw my my next door neighbor who mm -hmm. was. Um, you know what they have when they come out that they didn't have before they went in? What's that? And while they're in, they have a community. Right. Oftentimes, a community is all a person needs. Going to a church is a built-in community. Exactly. I live a very isolated life. I know if I decided to be a fake Christian and I went down to Mount Olivet every Sunday, I would have this instant family, all this fake-ass love. Mm -hmm. bitches everywhere i know that i know yeah, but that. let me ask you questions then why why does the love have to be fake for example my dad because you don't know me you I don't know me i feel you i feel you i feel you when you're saying that but let me give you a perfect right. example my mm -hmm. father who is not really a religious person but he um had become a, a drug counselor with na and was in that for over like 33 years right and uh you know he lived by himself and all kinds of things Mm -hmm. And I remember when he was telling me he needed to do some things around the house, some renovations and stuff like that. And, you know, he was surprised, actually, at all the love that he got uh, because the N.A. closely um, encourages people to have uh, religion in their life. And he was surprised at how many people came out and helped him for nothing. So I'm not going to yeah. necessarily say that the love is the love is fake. I mean, you know what I mean? From the a outside of looking in. A.A. and N.A. were founded by religious institutions. 
Exactly. And so, so what I'm saying is, so I they're going to they're going to have that tent. They're going to have that. Well, think about the dopamine factor. Mm-hmm. You go from doing the shit you were doing to now you're getting a, the dopamine from this religion, from this clique. Well, it's from, like it's yeah. like your new addiction. You know what I mean? It's exactly. a healthier addiction. Don't get it twisted. It's it much healthier. But does it have to be either I act like this or I believe in ancient mythology? Does it have to be that? Are those your only choices? And what I'm arguing for in this case, in every case, is that black America have a new construct that says I don't have to be blood, crip, Muslim, NOI, Hebrew, Christian. I'm just black and my institution, we have shit that we go to that has nothing to do with that ancient mythology that functions to serve our community. Imagine quiz. If instead of churches, we send our kids two hours of extra math and science every week. Mm. Imagine that. Imagine if we taught them social skills at church or at at the church of social skills. Every week you go to that for an hour. Imagine how much better off our kids would be. But instead, we've been pumping them through these religious institutions. And you can't tell me it's done anything to improve our people. Well, unfortunately, Zen, I gotta be honest with you. It's ideological. Um, John, what is it, my man? My man uh, uh, who said, "Imagine," John Lennon. John Lennon, he had yeah. A beautiful song called "Imagine." It sounded wonderful. I mean, I don't know if all of those lyrics are necessarily my vision of utopia, but either way, uh, Hindus aren't going anywhere. No. Muslims aren't going anywhere. No, it's not about it's not about eliminating anyone's religion. Christians aren't going anywhere. People are going to have their faiths. In this, this country, is the reality. The world is becoming less religious, and so is this country. Quiz. This is the as the information age grows, the religious era is leaving. America's biggest religious affiliation is non-affiliation right now. It's I mean, already I believe there. You. Uh, however, I mean, I, I kind of disagree on that. I don't think that religion's really going anywhere. Uh, a lot of a lot mm-hmm. of people, a lot of people, um, they're getting their political views out of the church. Also, Japan used to be very religious. Ninety mm-hmm. percent non-religious. I agree that there's there. It's 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 um it's definitely a lot more uh, growing people questioning faith, and not as many people, of course, because there's a lot more people in the country now than there were. 20 years ago i mean i don't even think that's debatable the country is definitely growing and we have new generations uh that are coming along so the point is quiz it's not to debate religion the point is to illustrate the fault lines in Kyrie irving's thinking right were he not on this where would his head be well that's the whole thing i mean now we can come up with the six points that um that you know, six or seven points that you want him to accomplish before you reintegrate him, and now you want to go and re-educate the Negro, so to say, right? I feel that was excessive. I still do, and I think that if he would have just, uh, you know, Dave Chappelle, it's it's so hilarious when you watch this monologue. Dave Chappelle said, "Well, why don't you just let him uh, post, just like he posted his tweet of the documentary? Let him post, let him post, post his apology, uh, post Schindler's List." Right. <laughs> <laughs> Apologize and post Schindler's list. You know what I mean? Why? Why can't we just do that? But either way, though, uh, the what situation they, what, is what it is. And um, the situation is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really, um, I don't fault anybody for believing anything that they want to believe. However, the key thing is the reason why I think that Alan Silver got involved is because you're creating a when you post things that people take offense to. Right. And we do know that there are powers that be. And it yeah. just doesn't affect um it affects the Nets organization as a brand, which is one of the reasons why I think that Joe Sy could have handled it a little bit different. Mm-hmm. It affects the it affects the Nets as a brand. It affects Kyrie Irving as a brand. Mm-hmm. It affects the NBA as a brand. Nike. And it affects and it affects it affects their business collectively as far as the global brand of NBA basketball. Because right. You got you the have, first, you got the first Orthodox Jewish basketball player right now trying to make the NBA in the G League for the Thunder. Yep. Wearing a yarmulke in the game. Back to and, you, please. And 
And um, it's not just that because the brand is expanding so much basketball. It's also the fact that in order for these things to expand like this, there are monetary interests that come in play, which means it's your endorsements. If we know the Super Bowl comes around, you know how much money they generate in revenue from advertisers. Advertisers don't want to be around. That's what the Super Bowl uh, individuals is. that they don't that they don't trust. So I do understand that uh, when Adam Silver says he's going to have a private meeting with Kyrie, and then he mm-hmm. comes out and says Kyrie Irving is not anti-Semitic. I don't believe Kyrie Irving is anti-Semitic. I don't believe Kyrie Irving is anti-Semitic. However, yeah. he's going to have to go through uh, this. Um, reprogramming because when they put a microphone in front of you you are representing a brand and you are affecting money so if you want to believe whatever you want to believe but Kyrie we got to get you on point here let's talk about Bezos and his responsibility Bezos has two responsibilities in this situation in my opinion number one Bezos take the damn documentary down take all hate documentaries down off of Amazon Prime now do it Secondly, instead of demands, the community at large should have offered Kyrie opportunities to learn. And by that, I mean, Jeff Bezos happens to own a rocket company, right? He goes to space. Ask Kyrie, please go to space with me. I'll fly with you. I want you to see the planet. When you come back, I want you to tell everybody (laughs) the motherfuckers round. I saw it with my own two eyes. Oh, man. He might not see now, that when he gets up there. He might see something different, Zen. Shit. Now, Kyrie, I want you to come to the Holocaust Museum with me. And I want you to, to speak to survivors. Would you do that with me, please? Okay. So we speak to some, to some survivors in New York and Florida. Just New York, because it's Brooklyn. There's plenty of them around, I'm sure. And we go to the Holocaust Museum in, in Germany. We see how Germany deals with this situation. It is illegal to have Nazi flags in Germany flying. It is illegal to promote Nazism in, in Germany. They recognize their Holocaust as a people and they reconciled it. Unlike America, America needs to learn from what Germany did. They need to reconcile and repair our people here so we can stop being so fucking broken. Well, how about we start, how, just like you're talking about that, how about we start bringing people around to plantations? Let them learn the story of Nat Turner. Let them understand They're what They're really having weddings on, play ta- on plantations. Let them understand the reason why you That's how arrogant they are, Quiz. They're having fucking weddings on plantations. Let, let, our, let our country understand the reason why it's so ridiculous to put a noose out anywhere, nonetheless on the capital steps, no matter what cause you're on. We've had public lynchings in this country. We've they had, was going to do it to the vice president. We've had, we've had, we've had uh, peaceful marches. And any time that we're trying to get, um, any time we're trying to get liberation as a people, yeah. we have we have the leeches piggybacking off of us to get their causes uh, baked into the cake. I remember there was a time in this country where you could look at television and watch um, um, Martin Luther King marching from Alabama all the way to the nation's capital. I would have probably yeah. stopped and given the man a cup of water or something like that if y'all gonna do all of this walking. Instead, we use the police we use the fire departments mm-hmm. to sick dogs, and they, pro- and, and and they probably made it. And they probably made it illegal for you to give them a cup of water. And and that's and that's one of the issues that we also have in this country. So when when we have people in our community that come out thinking all kinds of different things, it's because of the fact that we have never really acknowledged, and we don't like to acknowledge the painful history that our country has had. So if we're going to start going around and being sensitive to people, let's be let's be sensitive to everybody, and especially exactly. if you're going to run an organization that's eighty percent black people. Let's exactly. So when things. so so when somebody says slavery is a choice, ridiculous. And we don't stand up 100 exactly. percent as a people and Facts. say you're wrong. Sit your black ass down. I don't care how much fucking money you have. I don't care how many beats you made. I don't care how many shoes you sold. Go sit the fuck down. Right. But what do we do, Quiz? People are so so celebrity struck. People are such clout chases in 2022. It's sad. What do we do, Quiz? We're Tell the people bad. what happened. We're down bad, Zen. We're down well, bad. Tell them what the reaction was to slavery is a, is a choice or was a choice. I don't know. It looked like they went out and bought more albums. Split right down the middle. I don't even think it was split down the middle. A lot of people didn't care. When I saw it, listen, I'm not going to go in on my brother Kanye, but Kanye is... When Kanye aligned himself with Candace Owens, 
no disrespect for Candace Owens. If you want to believe the stuff that she's spitting, if Kanye is, is such a genius and he's maybe a musical genius, but he ain't no Albert Einstein because anybody with two eyes can see what it being used as a tool for political purposes. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. he went out there and promoted some nonsense and he continued to promote some nonsense. He disrespected our black community over and over and over again. And then when he loses his money, then he wants to come back and run to us and act like, you know what I mean? Like, like he's an activist. He grew yeah. up with, with family members that are activists. He, I'm exactly. sure he already, he, he, you talk about Kyrie knowing what he's doing. Kanye knows what he's doing. And it's sad oh, to yeah. me because he's, he's no more than really a capitalist at the end of the day. And, yep. you know, um, I have love for the brother because there are people in my circles that actually deal with Kanye who actually have met Kanye. And I don't think that Kanye is a, 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 a terrible person, but he's a bit misguided and he's a bit selfish in some of the shit that he says and does. Now, if he well, had some integrity, know. he would have listened to Sway. When he said Sway didn't have the answer, Sway tried to tell him. You won't feel yeah. some sort of way if you own your shit. Kanye is to Christianity as Kyrie is to Hebrew Israelite. <laughs> It's Kanye. Kanye was on Drink Champs drinking liquor and uh and the he, same. he uses a bunch of profanity and whatever and says a bunch of um outrageous and controversial stuff that I would argue probably isn't exactly the type of uh, values he's reflecting when he's doing his Sunday Sunday service stuff. I'm so, telling you that it's the exact same paradigm between these two. The exact mm-hmm. same paradigm. So Extreme- you think that Kyrie you think that Kyrie is as I mean Kanye to, to me the only issue with Kanye, well not the only issue but one of the biggest issues with Kanye is his arrogance because even when you listen to him well, you can realize a lot of this stuff is his let's talk ideology issue. let's talk ideology and I hate to go, go back ahead. to it let's do but it but he is a right wing Christian conservative alright who else is a right wing Christian conservative the Nazis the Klan once but again, you're back in bed with these people, the same right, people that right. Kyrie Irving is now in bed with. I see your point, Zen. I mean, they're going to push, they're going to push, and they're, and they're endorsing stuff that isn't necessarily the stuff that you want. The same stuff that got nooses put on people's lawns. Malcolm X's father, Malcolm Little, his father, all right, was murdered on his lawn. And he saw it as a young man. And that does something to you. We have, a very, we have we have a, we have a history we have a history in this country on our own accord we have a history in this country on our own accord and it's sad when we have people out here being uh puppeted and especially when they're putting themselves in position to puppet themselves so i think it's kind of um i think this this lends for a lot deeper conversations and actually yeah. Zen, i'll be honest with you i'm glad we're actually having this conversation because it's so deep and it's so it's, it's so deep. weird. It feels like I'm living in a twilight zone when I see stuff like this happening. Ky- Ky- Kyrie Irving is a brilliant basketball player. Stick to playing basketball because you're gonna hurt. You're gonna hurt your your. You're gonna hurt your career. You're gonna hurt your um your ability to generate money for yourself. When you well, when you when you I won't t- yourself, I won't tell him to shut up and dribble. I won't say I, that. I won't so. say that either. I won't say that. I'm not saying that at all. But okay. I'm saying that you have to be careful. Because you actually, you're representing a corporation. And even though people, all right, now I'm going to speak to speak to power to, because there's a lot of people in our community. This, this, you just brought up something very interesting, Zen, and it needs to be said. So I'm going to just go into it. You spoke about when, when Kanye West said, when he said that slavery was a choice. And a majority of our people still side with him. They saw him on a Drink Champs interview. And they, they find ways to um, justify it, apologize for it. Because he said some stuff that we already know. It wasn't a mystery. When, when Kanye went up on Drink Champs and said, I can say anti-Semitic shit and, not, and Adidas won't drop me. He said it like three, four times. He said it with his chest out, with his whole heart. Because he, that's what he wanted. He he was antagonizing the situation first yeah. off, and being very and being very arrogant about it. But when you yeah. do these sort of things, they have consequences. And so, the thing about it is, even though a broken clock is right twice a day, you can say mm-hmm. a couple of things that have some truth to them and be completely and totally fucking wrong at the same time. And so, the sad thing is that we have to understand that some of these some of the stuff that you say is hurtful. When you go and say that George Floyd was not killed by the police when there's coroner reports on this and if you and, and it's victim shaming all right let's say that george floyd was a blatant crackhead 
doesn't does matter. It do, does it do anything to diminish the fact that the man was murdered with a knee on his neck? Fuck as no. a black man in this country, as a black man in this country, I've had debates with other people talking even about Colin Kaepernick ain't shit and all of this, whatever. You can say whatever you feel like, but I've been tired a long time ago. It ain't just start. When I hear the next black person killed by the police, I am not surprised or shocked in the least bit. Never, no. When we watch the video of Rodney King getting the graphic video, graphic video just puts it in a different, you know, focus. But it's not a surprise. It's not a surprise, and it's a real issue. So these are conversations that need to be had because this is a country that comes from our people. Yeah. Listen, and constantly denies called- our humanity and and you know fuck equality at this point. I want equity. I want thirteen percent ownership of this country financially, all of it. Thirteen percent for us. Period. You don't even need That's to go. what reparations is. All the institutions, all the corporations, all the social infrastructure, 13% of it should belong to us. Listen, you don't even have to go as deep as into watching the movie Roots. You don't even have to go as deep as um, going and seeing what really happened in this country. You go look at Hollywood movies like Mississippi Burning. I'm going to tell you, that's a brilliant movie. Yeah, it is. But it's about what really happened. It's true. Yeah. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing fake, fake about that. If you don't understand, it's this country uh, has uh, deep-rooted uh, racial issues, then you are oblivious and you got your head up your ass. However, mm-hmm. in 2022, we have a lot more um, exposure. You, have, you, can say whatever, you can say whatever you want to say. You can yeah. do whatever you want to do. However, yeah. don't be surprised when you face repercussions for moving recklessly. And if you're defaming people, then... Don't be surprised when you're being held accountable for that. And I when agree. and you and you can't come running to me out of convenience. When I listen to a person cry about their financial situations, that sounds personal. Why why am exactly. I supposed to care? Why am I supposed to care? Like one, I don't care about your baby mama. That's your problem. Yeah, you know the funniest thing about the Kanye. We're not friends. Kanye goes on an interview and says that, well, Chase Bank canceled him, right? But um, we've seen Kanye's behavior. I wasn't there at the bank when Chase canceled him. I don't know what happened, but I know that Kanye ain't taking his money and putting it anywhere else other than Bank of America. So come on, keep it real, brother. Exactly. Exactly. Go I mean, your, we, 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 if we're going to have a revolution, let's have a real one. You telling me you're going to take your money out of Chase and go put it in Wells Fargo? This is your opportunity to go deposit that into that black bank in South Carolina or that black bank wherever in the South and in, in Georgia or wherever. This is your opportunity to make them a large bank, to give them the power that they need to become a large bank. But do you do that? All right. I ain't heard. And I ain't heard nothing about and, that. And if we're going to go and pool money and we're going to rebuild Black Wall Street, then let's leave Candace Owens' ass out of the equation. Please. <laughs> All right, please. 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 And nothing against, nothing against people who like Candace Owens. But mm-hmm. seriously, I mean, think deep about think of deep about some of this stuff. Like, you know, it's so sad that Dave Chappelle, remember he did the Chappelle show when he had that skit with the. I uh, remember all of them except season three. I, I I'm still watching season three. Believe Clayton it. Clayton Bigsby, the most my historic f- one. My favorite, yeah, my favorite. I that know it monkey, word for word. That monkey was beating my hood. <laughs> did he just like when the white when he called the white boys niggas? He's like. <laughs> Did you just call us niggas? Yeah. <laughs> they was all happy about it. Oh, come on now. Listen, just because you have eyes don't mean you have vision. And when right, your vision right. is if your vision is in alignment with Clayton Bigsby, you need to really reevaluate something if you have the same skin tone as me. If you have a melanated skin tone, you gotta come on now. Speak Uncle serious. Ruckus. Uncle Ruckus. Same thing. Um, um and that's that's what these people are. They're modern day versions of those caricatures not of course they're not always going to be as animated because they're literally animations but the concepts are straight out of the i will not use the terms c cypher south park no the c cypher cypher now you know what i'm talking about all right all right i got you all right the c cypher cypher nows of the world are adequately reflected by kanye west Candace Owens. I'm not going to put Kyrie Irving anywhere near that category. And that, that's what I, don't I was believe getting that's at. Him. That's what right. I was getting at. I think there is a difference between Kyrie and a big difference. But I do think that you were spot on because I feel as though Ky, uh, Kyrie, um, 
prob- he didn't realize the type of hornet's nest he was going to stir up just by posting that randomly, even though he knew the content and what I was think in it. He did. I think he was. I don't like, think he knew. I don't think. Me too. Me too. You know, I Kyrie likes I, drama, though. I, I feel as I feel as though it was there. It's baked in the cake. I can see. I don't. But, I don't necessarily. Hold on. You, you're from New York, so you know this. Hold up. The drama king is in the building. The drama king is in the building. The drama king is in the building. You know what that's about. Zen, Zen. All right. Yes, sir. Um, Just to your point. I mean, when is it going to stop with Kyrie? Every fucking year. Every fucking year. Without fail. Every year without fail. He Kyrie, is, I'm with you. I fuck he, with your hard body, Kyrie, but man. You, he's Kareem you, without the accolades and without, so far, I mean, I, I won't say without the study. I think Kyrie is a, a, he's an evolving product. Kanye is a finished product, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah. Kyrie will evolve likely beyond, or what happens with most people when they first get into a religion is they become zealots because they think they found some special power exactly right they go dumb hard in the paint right but then after a couple years it's kind of like background noise and it becomes more of a practice than a zealotry and it's more of it's like "Eh, yeah i'm a muslim Eh, i'm a christian and you make mistakes when you when you when you're in those pots you know what i mean like you're not infallible you're gonna make some mistakes just based off just based off of your ideological beliefs you're gonna find yourself in situations where you um you know where you're you don't have the answers. Yeah, that's just the human condition. But, you know, here's where I'll, I'll depart in terms of ideology. And only, you know, for my own sake, I believe that when you come to a position that you don't know something. The critical flaw of religious thinking is you go, I don't know, therefore, God. As a science based person, I go. I don't know, therefore, I need more information. And I need more current information. Living off of ancient pretexts in a modern world is nonsense to me. And that's that's my final statement on this matter. You don't believe in you don't believe in people living off the grid? Living off the grid? Um I mean there's cheat codes to living off the grid, even our Amish use cheat codes. They will hire people to do shit for them when they're not that supposed they, to be that working. They, that they wouldn't do. That they wouldn't do. Right, right. So Listen, there's always a cheat code. I, I've heard people talk about they want to live a min- minimalist lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going to be honest with you. I've, I've lived. I've had a, a wonderful, huge house with my backyard was a national forest. <laughs> and I've gone out in that national forest every now and then and taken strolls and walks. Yeah. But uh, I got a 15 minute min- 15 minute limit. Because them, them mosquitoes is gonna go ham. I don't know. They they seem to like this this melanin. That shit don't work. That's like perfume. <laughs> bring more than hmm. bring more than memories. That that just means they know a humans around. That's all. It, camping is a good idea. It, camping is a good idea. Mm-hmm. But I kind of am more preferential to living a maximalist lifestyle. I enjoy having toilets. All right. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. don't want to be going outside and you know what I mean and, and taking a dump in a hole. I'm just, I'm not trying to go back to that. I'm not interested in living in a, a TP. You like mixing, like you like mixing your fabrics. You like eating shellfish. Um, there's a uh, hundreds of mosaic laws that people don't live by. You know what I mean? And it, that's kind of the point. Only two of the Ten Commandments are actual laws in America. Two of them. Yeah, and there's benefits to a there's benefits to living in the modern world. I right. mean, how many, how many, all these people who want to live a minimalist lifestyle, like, all right, look, I'll be honest with you. I like, I like the idea of central heating and air. <laughs> you ever drop, you ever, you ever drop, hey, I'm going to give you Yo, a perfect what's... example. You ever drive a car, my first car that I got, I remember I went to college with this car, Nissan Sentra. It had a mm-hmm. Datsun on the back of it. It's one of these old pieces of crap, right? No power steering. No central heating and air. You had to roll the windows up and down. Do you know how? <laughs> you know how unfly that vehicle was. <laughs> like my like my '84 Chrysler LeBaron with the uh, 
poly, not polyester, but artificial leather top. No, not even the top. Just like the side panel was artificial leather. The, the top was just regular ass metal, but ugh, that was an ugly ass car. <laughs> now, if you don't appreciate the reason why somebody might want to spend the kind of money to go out there and get a Phantom, I want you to go back and drive my first car from college. All right. Man. <laughs> and trust me, you'll have a whole different different perspective on the appreciation for the luxury that we're afforded in this country in this day and age. That's facts. And this has been the Stay Lethal Podcast. Look for us on all podcasting platforms. But this is the mothership here on YouTube. We will likely be expanding to other channels as soon as possible. Any parting thoughts before we call it camp, Quiz? I think this has been a very great and constructive conversation. And I definitely encourage if you are watching this content, make sure you like. Feel free to leave a comment. Subscribe. And caring and sharing. So make sure that you get out there and share our content with others who may be uh, interested in the type of stuff we have to talk about. Other than that, all I have to say is to my brothers and sisters, peace. Let's come together. And you know what I mean? Let's build. Uh, let's not try to crucify each other. Let's try to have some understanding. But let's also be understanding that, you know what I mean? Uh, our actions, the things that we say, things that we do, do have our consequences. So, uh, you know, let's be mindful of that. And let's just have a little bit more love out here, brothers and sisters. Can't be running around um, destroying, you know, destroying our people for no reason. Talking crazy about ourselves for no reason. When we are our people, we ourselves can go out here and make a difference. You are an example of, of, of making the, the world a better place that you like it to be. So hold yourself accountable as well. Anyway, those are my final thoughts. I think this has been a great conversation, Zen. And uh, looking forward to having some more with you, my brother. Stay lethal.